0: IDC Radio, 106.2 FM, part of your world with Shiri Epstein and Tali Cohen.
1: Hey everyone, this is part of your world in the IDC International Radio, 106.2 FM. I'm your host, Tali, and I'm here with my co-host, Shiri. Shiri, what's up?
0: Hey Tally, so today's episode is going to be about Star Wars. Yes, continuing
1: our episode from Marvel, which is not a, I mean, it's purchased by Disney, but it isn't exactly Disney, which is the same situation with Star Wars.
0: Right, but before we get into that, as always, updates and conspiracy theories.
1: So our first update is a movie that's going to come out in the fall of 2022, which is the live action of Pinocchio. I'm really excited for one. So the movie was announced on December 2020. um, And Walt Disney Company said that Tom Hanks will be playing Geppetto. And Benjamin Evan will be playing Pinocchio.
0: Yeah, exciting. It's continuing on to this whole Disney live action thing. Uh, I think we talked about the fact that there's a conspiracy theory behind it as well. Yeah, But exciting. I think this... I'm wondering how they're gonna do it, because Pinocchio is such a like, the main character is a uh, doll. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
1: I I'm really curious as well.
0: Uh, following our Marvel episode, we did t- a little bit hit on this, but the next movie from um, Marvel that's gonna be released after the ones we've already talked mm-hmm. about is Black Panther and Wakanda Forever, which is releasing on November 11th, 2022. Uh, it's announced by disney 2020 uh investors that the main character which was played by chadwick boseman is not going to be recasted and the film is going to explore the world of wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film he's just not going to be in it and i feel like it's a great thing that they're not recasting him
1: i completely agree i'm just curious to see what kind of justification they will give on the movie for that I mean, in the real world, it makes perfect sense, and I completely agree with it, and I think most people also agree with it, but in the movie, they need to give some kind of like storyline of why he isn't in Wakanda anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that they will find something for it, and it will make sense in the context of the universe. I just truthfully think that the best thing they could have done for the passing away, the early passing away of somebody with cancer is not give his character to somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a great idea. Completely agree. Uh, the movie was supposed to release in July of 2022, but it got pushed because COVID. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As all the movies we've been talking about since we started this podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, continuing on to our news about what's happening in the Disney world. Um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, is departing. Uh, they said that it was going to be really smooth. They have no problem after coming up with a new CEO, which is Bob Chapik. Um, that kind of hasn't been the case. <laughs> and because
1: that has, hasn't been the case, Disney's shares are down to 16% this year and heading towards their worst annual performance since 2008.
0: That is insane. I feel like it's not only the fact that Bob Iger left, but it's also the fact that COVID has been a thing. Yeah. And all their movies are getting pushed back. And because um, truthfully, like movies coming out are making a lot of money anyway. Yeah. So it's probably just mostly like people are scared of what's going to happen now with like COVID, COVID mm-hmm. not being over. We keep getting new, new variants mm-hmm. and uh, they're not just sure what, what's going to happen.
1: And um, one of our looking back updates on December 31st of 1957 to celebrate the New Year's, which is coming up.
0: Yeah. So a
1: New Year's party was held for the first time in Disneyland, and the event had 7,500 people present.
0: Yeah, so we took it from old, old history, because we usually kind of do newer history. Yeah, But I think it's a nice thing that it was the first one being held. Mm -hmm. It's New Year's. We all love a good New Year. Definitely. We're all excited for everything to come in the New Year. Hopefully, COVID is not one of those things, Mm -hmm. but uh, who knows? (laughs) Um, so I think having like this nice celebration and the fact that they did it in Disneyland to like you know yeah most magical place on earth
1: yeah definitely.
0: Also I feel like the amount of people present is pretty small compared to like nowadays. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah yeah it's um, nowadays I mean Disney has become is becoming a huger and a huger thing every year that passes. So
0: going on to conspiracy theories.
1: Our conspiracy theory that we're going to talk about today is Paris, New Groove. Um, So the theory basically states that Cusco is not alone.
0: Right. So Cusco, obviously, if you haven't watched the movie, gets turned into a llama. And he has to find his way back to being human. And he goes into all these adventures. This is the whole part of the movie. Um, So a Reddit suggestion is that there's another person who was transformed but suffered a much darker face than fate than Cusco did. Um, so, like I said, Cusco was turned into a llama, and there's a plot where he is in the woods and we see a fly trapped in a spider web who is begging for help before being eaten by the spider. Uh, on the surface, it just seems like a little gag of like a spider and a thing and a, the a fly. Th-
1: but the thing about it is that the fly talks. And if uh, if Cusco talks as a llama and the fly talks as a fly, why wouldn't would it not mean that Isma also turned the fly into the a human into a fly? And another thing that proves that theory is that during the movie Cusco talks to several animals but none of them talk besides him and the fly.
0: Right. Uh, there's the squirrel that talks in squirrel. <laughs> That's a thing. And then there's like jaguars but they don't talk. And nobody but this fly in Cusco can talk. Yeah. Um, So to conclude, Izma probably turned somebody else, probably trying this potion into a fly, and um, gave them a a fate of being eaten by a spider, which is horrible. Horrible ending for this poor Mm -hmm. person that probably suffers. I mean, the theory says it is. And like, if you look at the fact that no other animal talks except these two. Mm Might be very true. Yeah. Also, we know that all the animals at the end in the, in the last scene where Cusco's being chased, we know that all the other guards that get turned into animals can talk as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully not because we would feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor person. Poor random human in the Cusco universe.
1: So right now we're going to be moving to our main segment of the day, which is Star Wars.
0: So Star Wars, originally created by George Lucas, uh, as Lucasfilm, was distributed by 20th Century Fox. Um, The first movie of Star Wars, which was titled Star Wars, um, Fox had to put $9.5 million for production to make the movie that's the m- insane yeah especially because the movie came out in 1977
1: which is a big deal because if you if you do watch the movie like for this time for this is like specific year the special effects are like mind blowing
0: mind blowing now the money went to great places yeah. also we should state that the money the price of money changes so something that's expensive in 1975 is even more expensive nowadays yeah um the movie afterwards was retitled to Episode Four A New Hope and it made seven hundred seventy five million in box office.
1: And got ninety-two percent on hot rotten tomatoes.
0: Which is which amazing. Is, yeah, it's really high. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney Studios eventually bought uh, Lucasfilm on October thirtieth, twenty twelve for about four billion dollars. lot of money
1: which is basically the same price they thought they bought marvel for if you think of it
0: yeah and um i feel like like uh, star wars had much of a bigger following at that point than marvel did yeah and Um, we're gonna
1: get into it but disney has future plans for the star wars saga
0: they do so um let's start with the sequel trilogy that consists Of episodes 7 through 9 being released, which start with The Force Awakening, The Last Jedi, and then the last one being Rise of the Skywalker. Mm -hmm.
1: Which is the new trilogy after Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Yes. Before that, there are three other trilogies. The middle one is the first one that was launched. And then the first one, I mean, in the timeline, the first one in the timeline was launched after the first three in the middle. And now the ones we're talking about are the three new ones after Disney purchased Lucasfilm, which has new characters, even though the two first trilogies are kind of closer to each other, in my opinion.
0: So first of all, there's nine movies that have been released till now about Star Wars, Mm -hmm. just so you kind of figure it out in your brain. So the first one, The Force Awakens uh is the sequel to return of the jedi which is was released in 1983. Mm-hmm. Um it's the 7th film in the Skywalker saga cuz they're all connected. Yeah. And um it was the first one released after Disney purchased Lucasfilm in mm-hmm. October 2012. It made 2 billion in the box office. Hell yeah. Go and it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is also impressive. I should state that Star Wars has a very devoted following. Oh yeah, definitely. So that also helped Disney.
1: That has been has been being built for years,
0: decades. Like it's
1: Yeah. So the movie came out in twenty fifteen and the first Star Wars came out in nineteen seventy seven. So
0: Right. And like at least for my childhood, I was born in the nineties and like I watched the first Star Wars I, mm-hmm. I'm not part of like following I don't really like Star Wars too much <laughs> but um my family does and we yeah. I we've watched like we had it in um what's it called it's, it's not DVD it's uh um, VHS VHS yeah <laughs> so you know old 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 things here but um it was really positively received because of the screenplay the directions the lead performances the music Mm -hmm. The special effects. The movie was very emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, And through it all, it was a good start for Disney and Star Wars. Yeah,
1: definitely. It was a huge
0: success. Right.
1: And the second one from this trilogy is Star Wars The Last Jedi. It follows The Force Awakens. And the eighth episode of the nine parts Skywalker saga it made $1.3 billion box office, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is close enough for the uh, to the other one. Uh, the highest-grossing film of 2017 and the ninth-highest-grossing film of all time during its theatrical run. It received four uh, nominations uh, at the 19th uh, Academy. Academy Awards including Best Original Score and Best Visual Effects, as well as two nominations at the 71st British Academy Film Awards.
0: Generally, it made less box office-wise, but it was still perceived really well. It had a great viewership. Um, The fact that it received awards was great for Star Wars. Yeah, But now we're going to go to the worst one. (laughs) Um, The Rise of the Skywalker, which is the last installment ending the Skywalker saga the nine part episodes um it is like I said the lowest gross installment of the trilogy it has an estimated 1 billion box office and um like I said it's the l- gr- lowest gross estimate in the trilogy making 1 billion in box office and it has a 52 percent on Rotten Tomatoes which is completely different from the ninety scores that we have seen until now <laughs>
1: And then Lucasfilm's first Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, refueled fans' sense of adventure on the small screen, while animated series Rebels and Resistance explored other periods, other time periods not featured in the movie.
0: I think this helped uh, Star Wars regain uh, its popularity mm-hmm. after the horrible ending, like the horribleness of uh, The Rise of the Skywalker the Mandalorian really helped them mm-hmm. get back in the map and it's on Disney Plus it's easy to see you don't have to go to a movie theater yeah. it's also longer because it is on Disney Plus yeah um also the bad batch now also on Disney Plus gave even more of a wave of Star Wars content and it started into uh like rolling out we're waiting for more to come out Altogether, is Lucasfilm because it's still called Lucasfilm. It's just under Disney now. Yeah. Uh, announced that they are releasing at least sixteen films and TV shows in twenty twenty one and beyond,
1: which is amazing. They they're, they're, they're going to keep going.
0: They're going to keep going, and it's great. It because I feel like people don't talk about like how big this fandom is, but mm. like Star Wars fans love star wars and they're probably gonna get offended about the fact that i said i didn't like star (laughs) wars um please don't come at me (laughs) i'm sorry but um the the fact that the fandom is so big means that even if they didn't like the movie they're probably gonna continue watching it yeah which makes a lot of money for disney makes a lot of money for more movies to come out we like movies even though star wars is not our favorite no it's not um i think that S- Star Wars, generally Star Wars, the mm-hmm. concept is so big, and like people love it so much, yeah. and like it will continue to be big because it's it's so old that it's like in people's exactly, mind all exactly. the time, and like the fans, like they can go, they purchase a lot of. uh stuff from disney and like they have the costumes they want to be jedis we'll talk about the parks in a little bit and
1: the same as marvel it has people from all ages watching it and even more than marvel because marvel movies aren't as old as star wars
0: yeah so
1: the age gap expands for star wars
0: yeah i i think that like if i had a conversation with my mom she'd probably know more about star wars than she were about marvel Mm -hmm. because all she would know about marvel is like me and my sister's going to watch the movies but like star wars like we had it at home yeah
1: and uh my dad loves star wars my 12 year old brother loves star wars so really like any age yeah for sure um
0: let's move on to the parks
1: yes uh i would like to know that i've been there I been
0: to the Star Wars <laughs> park. It is really cool if you ask me. Side note. Um so <laughs> the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is located in both Disney Land Resort in California and Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida. It's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, no, it really is. If you if you ever go, to, I I went to the Disney World one or the Disneyland one and it is really cool
0: yeah um i i think it's fun that people usually are walking around there in costume
1: yeah oh the kids especially it's so cute they they even like expand to the rest of the park really like it's
0: yeah also who doesn't love like even if you go like star wars has first of all so much uh toys going out outside of uh the whole thing but who doesn't love like the yoda toy you know that there was an obsession with the yoda toy like baby yoda yeah became like such a big thing yeah
1: and uh other than the actual attractions when i was in disney hollywood studios uh at some point in the park uh you know like the the i don't know how they call the soldiers in white from star wars yeah exactly So uh, they started a parade and there was kind of the stage kind of thing. And they did a whole show like out of the blue. You were just walking in the park and it happened out of the blue. And it was so cool.
0: Yeah. I I also feel like Star Wars, we were talking about the parks, but now just adding in general. I think it's also one of the most quoted movies, the original Star Wars. I don't know which of the episodes it is, but it's the Luke, I'm your father, which is, by the way, misquoted because that's not the original quote. Um, but like I think it's part of like nowadays wherever, like everybody knows what that means mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but going back to the to the parks <laughs> um the there's attra- there's two main attractions that we'll talk about the millennial Fa- Falcon. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it's a simulator ride in which you guess uh, goes through the plot of the Millennial Falcon, which is one of the biggest Star Wars movies.
1: And the next one is Star Wars Rise of Resistance, uh, a dark ride in which guests are involved with the battle between the First Order
0: and the Resistance. Right. And then the most expensive part <laughs> of the Star Wars universe, um, you go to Sabby's workshop. And in it you get to decide aside you're either good or you're bad. You mm-hmm. know, as you do in uh Star Wars. Yeah. And then you get to create your own custom lightsaber. Which, by the way, if you've seen the videos, because I know this is fairly recently added on. Yeah. I don't want to say new because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they're ex- you can tell they're expensive lightsabers. Like you get a special stone and you pick it out and you build it and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. They're about Two (laughs) hundred nineteen dollars per lightsaber plus taxes. Wow, that is insane.
1: And people do pay. People do pay.
0: They look really good. They do. And like, if you see it, like you pick, like I said, you pick a stone, which is like the color and the force of your star, like your lightsaber. Mm -hmm. The lightsaber actually lights up depending on the color of the stone that you pick. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you take them home with you, and like you can use them. They look like actual lightsabers yeah so there's also that um i guess if you are a really big fanatic you're probably still buying lightsabers anyway Mm -hmm. might as well have this whole experience of making your own lightsaber yeah and you know like it's obviously an attraction so they're dressed as jedis and you have your own like jedi uh like if you love it you're probably gonna have your own jedi coat anyway yeah but it's this whole thing of like the parts move and they bring you the things so you can make the st- the lightsaber mm-hmm. there's also a part where you can make a robot <laughs> like you know how uh the star what's c2b2 what no 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 uh it's one of the newer ones oh whatever it's one of the newer robots in star wars but you can create your own it's also the same thing like the parts pass by you and you pick out whatever parts mm-hmm. you want and then you work with one of the cast members which is obviously dressed and they'll help you make your yeah. little robot and it actually moves it works mm-hmm. just like the lightsaber does the lightsaber works as well yeah it's expensive <laughs> it's an expensive Listen, place. anything
1: you get in disney World or disneyland is expensive anything right. if you want to get uh, the from the mini gears to costumes toys food even right. the hot chocolate
0: whatever you get there. here's the thing i if i would want to like i don't know if i'd pay that much but I would like a uh, lightsaber. I think they're really cool. Even though I don't like the movies much, I think the lightsabers are really cool. If you are a fan and if you do love it as much as Star Wars fans do love it, I get why you'd be paying this much because you're probably paying this much anyway for, you know, shittier lightsabers that you are probably not getting at Disney. Also, it's Disney. I'm wondering if they probably come with some sort of, like, guarantee of, like, if it stops working.
1: (laughs) Maybe they do.
0: I feel like they you're paying shit, a lot of money yeah. for it so yeah. like they probably have something yeah uh it probably supposed to work for a really long time and it's yeah. like i don't know i would get one just because of the fact that i think it looks cool mm-hmm. i don't think i would want to pay that much <laughs> but if if disney would make them a little cheaper <laughs> i'd yeah. go <laughs> yeah but i think it's a nice thing especially if you really do love star wars to mm-hmm. have your own lightsaber yeah our closing remarks for it is probably going to be watch Watch Just, Star Wars. Whichever yeah.
1: age you are, you can be eighty. You can be eight. Watch Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry that we don't like Star Wars as much we as Star apologize. Wars has. Yes. yes, we do really like Marvel. Now. Yeah, <laughs> listen to our last episode of Marvel. Um, I feel like maybe now that it's on Disney Plus, it might get more of a. I feel like it's more of like this is going to be really, really bad to say. But I I feel like it's more like of a guy kind of TV series. Like, I feel like I know less girls who like Star Wars. You know why I
1: think that is? I think that when Star Wars first came out, in the social context we were in, it was a guy's movie. Like, if you saw a girl in 1977 watching an action fight movie, nope. And the fan base was built off on that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Also the main characters are all guys except like princess leia yeah which was seen as like this like male object like fantasy object in the first movies anyway Mm -hmm. like she was wearing like a small bikini in one of them and like you know yeah yeah uh i think now with the releases on disney plus it might create more of a female uh audience which is great i
1: completely hope it does
0: um maybe we should watch the new ones on disney plus maybe we'll fall in love with them as well yeah who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this was Part of Your World here in NBC International Radio 106.2 FM. I'm Shiri. I'm Tali. And thank you for being with us today.